What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Playing Rotation Podcast. My name is CJ Longboy, joined with Scott Jackson, Ryan Eisendrath, and Jack Calhoun. We are recording this podcast on Wednesday, January 13th. Uh, today we're pretty much gonna talk we're pretty much just gonna talk about, you know, whatever comes to mind, a whole lot of sports. We're gonna be, you know, in 2021, I want this podcast to be more free-flowing. You know, we talked about talking about other stuff other than sports, like pop culture, music, all that good stuff. So today we're gonna try it. Let's see where it goes. But um, first of all, how are you guys feeling today? We had a big crazy day in sports, crazy day in uh, the world, but how are you guys doing? Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it just answered at the same time. <laughs> I know. Normally, normally Eisendrath jumps in first. So I was waiting for I'm him good. to hit, I was good. I was ready. I was ready for, I was I was ready for Eisendrath to hit us with the I'm doing good. I'm doing <laughs> good. You know, yeah. Milwaukee tools around. Dude, all day, every day, baby. Exactly. All right, I guess we could just skip into it. Let's get into sports, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but um big news today in the NBA. I know it's going to quote unquote shook the landscape of everything, but the boy James Harden is out of Houston. Spent what is that like 10 years there almost it seems like and he's on to Brooklyn. Uh this was a trade that was brewing since the beginning of the season and it's finally coming to fruition. Whew, like this is going to be exciting. I don't know how you guys feel. I'll start off with my thoughts first, but I, I like this trade. I think it's going to be good for the league to have uh, a show on the East Coast. Like you Brooklyn. think it's going to be good for the league? Really? Three superstars back on the team, bro? That, I don't think we've another, ever seen anything like this before, though. Like Three top five it's players. It's another super team. What are you talking about? Three top know, five. Like, this is top I'm five taking talent. my talent. Okay, okay, top okay, all, three, all three of them aren't top five. but well, Arguably top five. You know so, what I mean? Go ahead, CJ. So I'm like, as a Laker fan, let me tell you why this makes me happy. Because it's going to be fun to watch from the outside, you know, whenever they're playing somebody else. But I know what makes me happy is that I know I'm confident that at some point this is going to crash and burn. And, you know, the chemistry is going to be off. And, you know, it's going to be entertaining. And it's going to be, you know, entertaining both on and off the court is what I'm trying to say. And as a Laker fan, I'm confident, you know, the Lakers could win that series if they were to play each other down the road. But because um, I know the, the the James Harden and Kyrie thing, I, I can already predict that that's going to go sideways. But, I agree. Um, what do you guys think? Scott, you were kind of talking I'll about step it. In first. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this just because, gosh, bro, like I felt like right when KD left the Warriors. All right, I'll start off with this. I love KD. Like, okay, same. All these people were talking shit that he went to the Warriors and like this super team after they fucking went 73 and 9 and they're coming off a couple championships or a championship, you know? So I do like KD, but I felt like when he left, he chose Brooklyn, going with Kyrie, you know, that really balanced out the league. You know, everyone has all these duos in the league. There's no quote unquote super team, you know? But now it's like, damn, bro, we're like back at this again. So like that's I'm kind of like in the middle, you know. I don't really know how to feel about it yet, but like I'll let you guys go. But I do have a couple questions for you guys after this. So Scott, I'm actually gonna bounce off. First and foremost, the city of Brooklyn strip clubs are partying like they just won the lotto. The boy James Harden is coming to town. I mean, their prodigal son is booming for the strip club industry in the city of Brooklyn. Just had to throw that out there. Um, but Scott, bouncing off that point that you made with 
like the whole super team thing. Yeah, I think it's dumb. I hate the super team I, like idea. We've seen it, you know, in recent past. Of course, KD is has to be on another super team, but this one to me is different. I don't, I don't hate it like I would have because he was traded there. You know what I mean? Like the organizations did this. It wasn't like a, a free agency call up, you know, Team USA, let's go form a team together like LeBron has done, like KD did, calling Steph. And like in the past, like it, it was a trade. And so like for me, I, I like I'm I'm not even upset necessarily about it because of how it was formed. I mean, that's just an organization like using all their assets and putting everything in to win now. Yeah. So that that's why I come from it. I, I I hate the super team thing, but like because of the way that it was formed and came about, like I'm not upset about it. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna I be like fun as point. hell too, though. It's gonna be fun as hell too. Like, you know, like New York. I, I'm not from New York. None of us are from New York, but you know, the thing with New York is like <laughs> yeah, like the street ball <laughs> element. Like basketball in New York is all street ball. You know, it's like all you know, this is all pretty raw. It's like raw talent, you know, handles. And you got guys with some crazy handles over there. So I think it's going to be really well. It's going to be a really good thing for the East Coast, really good thing for the city of New York, you know, because the Knicks kind of suck. Well, the Knicks are better, but, you know, the Knicks are not top t- top tier. So it'll be good for that city. But, you know, Jackie, were you about to say something? Oh, um, not really, but I. it's going to be interesting because, first of all, who knows if it's going to be a super team because, I mean, where's, where, first of all, where's where Kyrie? Is Kyrie? Where is Kyrie? <laughs> but, but um, no, but, um, but seriously, though, Honestly, you have two extremely ball dominant players on the yeah. same team now. They're gonna have to wor- try to work something out. Number one, and then number two, Katie's gonna learn real quick. He's gonna miss Steph. He's gonna be hitting. He's gonna be hitting Steph up like I miss you, Tex. Ryan, so, how does that make you feel? I mean, it no, no. I, I mean, the way. <laughs> I mean, but no, but like in like seriously though, like if Katie's hot, are they actually gonna like want to get him the ball? Or are they gonna like you know how are they gonna are they gonna actually work as a team? Is it gonna be is it gonna be a whole lot of one on one? Because if it's a whole lot of one on one, I'm telling you right now, they are not winning a championship. If it's just a whole lot of one on one, Katie's yeah. the only one who's not gonna suffer from this. That's from what this I was thinking I think, too. I actually yeah. think that like Katie, if anything, Katie's gonna get his still. You know what I mean? Like, he's still going to be putting up the same stats, if not better now that Jared Allen is gone, as far as, like, rebounds per game. You know what I mean? But I think that the collusion is definitely going to be between Kyrie and James. But we did see James with freaking the most ball-dominant um, NBA player to ever live in Russell Westbrook. So, and he and they did pretty well. You know, they both got their stats, but we'll see what happens. We also got to think about it. They played on Team USA together, all three of them. Like they've been on a court together, they've shared the ball, shared in quotes, the ball on the court. Like I mean, they they have some sort of chemistry and like some sort of knowledge how they're gonna play. Yeah, they're trying to get their own, and there's going to be growing pains because you have James Harden and Kyrie who can dribble all day. But you know they 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 have played together. You know what I mean? It's not like two new faces, two ball dominant faces joining a team and trying to completely figure out how to play with each other. Yeah. What was your question, Scott? I do think – I just want to throw this out there one more time. But I do think that, uh, like, they're – all of them are at this stage in their career where they just want to win. You know, I honestly think that they just don't care about the stats anymore. And I think that's, like, the big thing with James. Just because, shit, you got blown out by the Lakers back-to-back games. 
and now all of a sudden and i mean i know this has been brewing for all summer but like he just basically said i'm not gonna he pulled a freaking Le'Veon bell like i'm not until <laughs> i get traded i'm not playing so but i do have a question for you guys what does this do to kd's legacy when they win a championship Oh, when? Bro, when? First of all, bro. First when of all. they won a championship. Ooh. Scotty, I mean, you have to think about this, you. guys. So I know our Lakers going back to back this year. Okay, Ron's eventually going to retire. This team, like, they're going to, what, KD's, I don't know what their contracts, but like, this team's going to be together, I'm thinking, until they retire, unless something dire happens, you know, in the locker room. But all right. You guys are, you guys can give me shit for saying this. Oh, you go first. But. I don't think it's going to tarnish KD's legacy because of what he's already done by going to Golden State. Like, I don't think it changes anything for him. He can win three championships here. That'll help his legacy for sure. He won three championships. But what's the argument you're going to make? Oh, he's he only won championships when he's on super teams. So, like, I, I don't feel like this happening changes KD's legacy. Like, and I, I mean, I think KD's the second best player in the league right now. That's so, oh. I've said it before. I said it before. He's, he's not, he said top he's 25. Barely. I said that he would be what? in the 20s. What is that, Scott? I said he that he would be in the 20s this year. I said 20 to 25. I did say that. Which is which is understandable because he's coming off of a torn Achilles. That's an understandable rating. That's still an all-star player. Mind you, he's fucking balling this year. All right? Like. Credit, give credit where it's due. But I'm just saying, pre-injury, he's number two player in the league. Like that, it doesn't tarnish. Long story short, it doesn't tarnish his legacy because of what happened by him going to Golden State. Got you. I don't think I don't think it tarnishes his legacy either because you know it was Kyrie and KD. I mean, the Golden State thing was bad, but because when it was Kyrie and KD, I thought if he won a chip, you know, it's legit. This one would be legit. And then this one, they just got him in a trade. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a little disappointing, actually, when you think about it. But, you know, they kind of got, like like Ryan mentioned earlier in the episode, they kind of just acquired him via, acquired James Harden via trade as yeah, opposed that to – That is a good uh, point. That is a good point, yeah. definitely. Jack, what you think? I'm, I'm, going, I'm going crazy right here. They ain't winning a championship. Mm. Oh, they are not winning cool. a championship. They are going to break up after maybe two years at most. They're going to be together for two years. They're not going to do anything together, and they're going to break up, and they're going to go their separate ways. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think these guys have the capability to bring them bring that team into a championship. you got Mr. Choking himself, James Harden. You have the the guy who brings cancer to his team and Kyrie Irving. And then what do you have left? You have KD and KD ain't doing it by himself. I can tell you that right now. And that bench is weak as hell too. If you think yeah. like other than, they got, they got rid of Jared Levert, Allen, Jarek, Levert, Terry, Terry and Prince. They, got an ACL they do right have now. Dinwiddie for the next year. Maybe next year's their year then. I don't know. KD's got to play a lot of fives this year. Do you think if if they didn't have Kyrie, because Jack, I, I'm I'm gonna go under the assumption that the reason that they're not gonna win a chip in your guys is because of Kyrie and Harden, and Kyrie not, you know, with his tendencies with his team. Do you think if they had a different star point guard, it would change like, things, or do you think that they would still not win a chip? I mean, I guess it depends on who you put there. 
if you trade um, like I'm thinking if you trade Kyrie to like Denver, get Jamal Murray and some assets, like I think that's a three that can that can kind of go if Jamal plays like he did in the playoffs last year, then I mean by all means I think they can do it. But um I, I don't know. I think I, just I still think, think they're gonna win a championship. Yeah, like, I just think that they'll be growing pains naturally, but like they've played together, so like I feel like it's not gonna be. Yeah, but, but Team USA, like when it comes down to it, Team USA doesn't kind of mean anything. Yeah, I no, mean it's, it's way it's way different. So this is the actual NBA, and then I mean I don't know. I I just I just don't think I can see it happening. I want to get you I, guys. I think there's gonna be a lot of hype around it, but go ahead, CJ. Uh, transitioning into a new topic, I want to get you guys' opinion on uh, Kyrie because I want to get you guys' opinion on the whole situation. But uh, I'll say this before I'll let you guys speak. But Kyrie as a person has done a lot of great things. He's done a lot of things for the community, COVID pandemic, you know, relief. He's done, he's spoken out against social injustice. You know, he's willing to fight. But what I hate, I mean, he's done a lot of great things. But in this particular instance of what he's doing right now, and he's not even like how disrespectful is that to your teammates and to your coaches, your GM for you to like to not show up, you know, you're basically working and you're not even showing up to work for personal reasons. And to find, I understand like the reason why he's not showing up is because he's his personal reason is he's celebrating like his family's birth months. Like his, his dad's his dad's birthday earlier this week, his sister's birthday earlier this week. I understand celebrating family, but taking time off of, you know, your work. team, taking time away from your coaches. Like to me, that's like, like what? And to not even tell them anything like that's mm-hmm. messed up. And I hate the fact that Kyrie stands are going to try and twist this and justify it. Like, bro, he's a, not a good teammate. And then like, you can say the same thing about James, but James was there for his, like his Rockets teammates or, for years. And he would, you know, he would go do strip club things. He would go, you know, not be around and whatnot, but he performed every single night and he like balled out he was consistent mm-hmm. you know up until the playoffs like before jack mentions it but you know Kyrie's thing like like you're just tearing up the locker room right now i want to get your guys' opinion on the whole situation on Kyrie's as a teammate i'll start i'll start i'll start so i lost respect for Kyrie as a teammate right when i heard lebron james on uh richard jefferson and channing fry's show when yeah. LeBron kind of gave insight on like just how LeBron thought of Kyrie, like how he just wanted him to be successful. And he saw him as a future MVP of the league and shit like that. But then you have Kyrie going and saying all this shit about LeBron. And I'm like, damn, bro, like, I don't know. I just lost a lot of respect for him. And then you see him in, with the Celtics and like all that shit. And then now with this, I don't know. It's just it's just a lot of things piled up. And on the outside, it just definitely doesn't look good, you know? I stopped liking Kyrie when, you know, he demanded that trade. Like, that was out of the blue, bro. Like, the trade to, like, I want to be traded to San Antonio, New York, the Clippers, or Brooklyn. I was like, that's bizarre. Like, like that's all weird. And then, like, he went on first take and did an interview. And he, like, completely dodged every question. He went into some philosophical, like, Jedi mind shit. And I was, like, I was annoyed. And I was like, bro, like, what, what are you on? And I used to have a lot of respect for you, but bro, like be upfront with people. And and I'll I'll say this one more thing is like he's a descendant of Kobe, and like the, to me this is a little disappointing because like mm-hmm. I don't think Kobe would approve of anything that he's like like the way he's going about the situation. I understand personal time, but like this is just weird, man. Like yeah. be upfront. It's your coach at the end of the day, right? 
Yeah, I pro- I think his main problem is is that he's basketball's second right now. Basketball's like is is like the last priority for him. If anything else is like feels like it's more important to him, he's gonna go and do that. You know, and it, it's just like this. At the end of the day, this is his job. Like this is yeah. what he's getting paid to do. This is what he signed up for, and playing the game that he's supposed to love. You know, like. You're getting to play in the NBA, man. This is like probably what you dreamed of your whole life. And now it's being put on the back burner for all this other stuff and you're treating your teammates like crap. So it's just, again, it's just a a thing of just losing a lot of respect for him. And it Mm -hmm. sucks, you know, that a player like this, because you want to like him, you want to love him. I mean, he's got the best best handles in the game. Uh, You know, he's an amazing finisher. He's a great guy. He's just—he's just a—he's just, just a weirdo, man. <laughs> like, he can be weird, man. But yeah. but um, I I I don't know if you guys saw this the quote by Stephen A. Smith. On just retire. He, he, retire. He, said, he said he should retire. And one thing is that Kyrie's always said is that he's always wanted wanted to retire retire early. So I guess my I question to you guys: what, Do you guys think like if if basketball second for him for everything, like he just doesn't seem to care? Do you guys think he just should retire and just be done? Like, do you think it's wrong of do you think it's wrong of him to like pull organizations along and constantly take money and sign contracts only to just kind of leave them in the dust? All right, conspiracy, conspiracy theory here. <laughs> okay, go for it. Kyrie's been sitting out for about a week now. Uh huh. It's. I mean, what if he low key like? What if this? I mean, James Harden like wanting to be traded is relatively new. What if he's like he knew that James Harden was going to come to the Nets and he just said fuck this dude i don't want to play and he's just like throwing a fit until he like gets over himself and is like ready to come back he's like i'll just go take family time and do what i need to do and then once james is here like and i get over myself like like what if what if this is like him kind of like putting a stance on i didn't really want james coming here Maybe I, I, I think mean, I don't think that the organ organization would have traded for James because Kyrie was the first one to be there. You know, I mean, like obviously, like he knew that KD was going to join him, but like he was the first one to announce that like he was all in on the Nets because that's like where he's from. You know, like so he's like thinking yeah. I'm gonna retire a net because he's from Brooklyn or yeah. from New York, yeah, New Jersey. So I think yeah. that the organ because the Nets organization is not like the Knicks. <clears throat> like they respect their players, they're good with at business and shit like that. You know what I mean? So I think that yeah. they all they had to talk with all the superstars for sure. I, like I want to be clear here. I I was just thinking about my comments and I'm like, damn, that was kind of harsh. But I don't hate Kyrie. <laughs> I don't hate Kyrie. He's a good person, great person. It's just like why are you gonna make things so complicated all the damn time? You know, like, you know, the media had, you know, you were ducking the media and now you're making it hard on the media to cover you. And it's like, like, why you got to be so like hard to like understand? Like, I mean, we don't have to understand you. You're your own person. I get that. And like, as, as a human being, you're, you have the right to do you. And right, Ryan, you just, we just doing you. Just doing me. Doing me. Yeah. So you have the right to be your own person, but you know, you know, when it comes to interacting with other people, like your colleagues, your teammates, coaches, whatever it may be. Why are you gonna make it so hard sometimes, bro? Like we're just trying to help. Like, we're trying to help you. We want to know where you're at, how you're doing. Like you know, you're still part of this team, you know. And I to, know, an- to answer your question though, Jack, I think I think there's a very good chance that Kyrie retires after his contract's up. 
How long is his okay. contract, by the way? It's like, what, three years? It's like a three-year contract. I think he's got a couple more years And was that, was that including last year? Or did he sign a new one this past year? No, he, didn't, he definitely didn't sign a new one. I'm pretty sure it's like at least three years. I think see. it was a three years. So this is his second year, so he technically only has one more year left after this year. No, so Kyrie's a free agent in 23, and I think Harden is a free agent in 23 as well. So, so two more years? Um, yeah, about two more seasons. So, I mean, I, I feel like if he wants to retire young, I could see it. Yeah, I can see retiring yeah. tomorrow morning, which is twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I want him to get back. I hopefully this James Harden move like gets him to come back because that'll be the most entertaining thing on the hardwood is James Harden going ISO against somebody, and then Kyrie going ISO against somebody, uh, KD in the post, you know. But uh, <clears throat> whew, like, hopefully, I'm I'm excited. I hope I hope I hope he can get healthy and whatever he's. Or whatever he's going through, and um, yeah, all right. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about the national championship game. Uh, so yeah, I cut out the our predictions and preview because it doesn't make sense to put that in a podcast after the after the whole game. But um, let's safe to say that you three were all right in your predictions, and Alabama would just dominate. I was completely wrong once again. Uh, what are you? So let's talk about this team real quick. The Alabama team is this the best college football team like ever? I, to me, this is the best Bama team, at least, I think, ever. I, I don't know. Like, well, obviously, they were extremely dominant. Like, there's no question about it. But also, like, just looking at the, their competition, I, I don't know if it's like, if it's just because they're so good or if their competition just was mediocre. Like, they, like you know, all the other teams just had, like, down years, you know? Because they, they smoked everybody every single game. Except SEC for like conference too, so like yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I don't know if everybody just had a down year, so it just made them look way better than they than they actually are. So like when, like you said, we're gonna do later. I don't like spoiler alert that we're gonna compare them to last year's LSU team. I don't know if I can compare them because it's just like they were just. It's just an unordinary season too. Yeah, it's so they were just they were so dominant. I never, we never really got to see them in that close of a game. There was a few games where they were relatively close. I mean, we, it was proven that their defense definitely was, was a, uh, was like, wasn't very good. I mean, you know, when you saw a really high powered offense in Florida, which, you know, LSU's offense last year was, in my opinion, better than that, then, you know, we saw what they could do the Alabama defense. So LSU's offense could like you know destroy it, but I don't know. This team was obviously extremely good, but I'll let you guys go before I ramble I, too much. I think <laughs> this is the best Alabama team that we've seen. Yeah, facts. Um, this is crazy, crazy ass team. Right? It's yeah. crazy though that we saw a team like LSU last year that you could you know you could make the argument that this Alabama team was better. Um. We can dive into that in a little bit, but yeah, I think I think that this is the best Alabama team, at least I have seen. <laughs> yeah. You got Waddle, well, injured Waddle, but you got Devontae, who's you know we'll talk about him if he's the greatest college receiver of all time. That's up for debate. You got Mac Jones, who uh, surprisingly was a lot better than I thought. You got Najee, one of the most underrated, in my opinion, underrated uh, running backs, future um, Steeler. I think 
Hopefully. I, I think you, the, the one thing that we, we have to touch on is like this team was all playing for each other. Like, I mean, Nick Saban and like all these guys were talking about, it, like they had one goal in mind. It was winning a chip. That was it. And they were not going to let anything stop them. And I think that that's like something that is slow. You know, you don't see it as much in, in great teams. You know what I mean? Like egos can get in the way or careers or whatever the case is. And like this team was truly out there for each other. And like, we're going to, I want, like, I want a chip. And that was cool to see. I mean, yeah, I, I would definitely say that this is the best Alabama team I've ever seen. Um, I think that 2017 recruiting class is the best recruiting class to ever come out of any college. Like that insane, bro. Najee Najee Harris, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Tua, Alex Leatherwood, Dylan Moses, Xavier McKinney, Mac Jones, and Jedrick Wills. All first rounders. I got to say this though, hot take. Judy, I I still think Judy's better than Devontae, period. I just think, you know, Devontae stayed an extra year and, uh, you know, Judy. So if you think about it, Judy won a national championship, uh, won a Belitnikov, right? Same amount. And he only did it in three years. Won a Belitnikov as a sophomore. Belitnikov, by the way, if you're, if you're unfamiliar, is the best college receiver in the country. Pretty prestigious award. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae won a Belitnikov in his senior year, his Heisman Trophy. Um, but, yeah, I just think, you know, he stayed an extra year. Um, got on that, you know, that kind of gave him a little advantage, but I think as in terms of just evaluating, um, I think Judy's better, just a better route runner. He's, his, oh. he could have good yak. I mean, you know, yards after catch or run, a, run after catch ability, but you know, you haven't seen it in the NFL yet because, uh, Drew Lock kind of whack ass QB. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I definitely think that Jerry is a better route runner, but I think everything else, it goes to Devonte hands down, in my opinion. Like this man, he can catch the. I mean, I can say I, you can say they catch the ball. They're both very good hands. But after the catch, Devonte is so freaking shifty, bro. And like the things that he's able to do after the catch is insane, insane. So I mean, I I would give Devonte the nod, but um, they're two definitely two gonna be two of the top receivers in years to come. All right, let me ask you guys this. Unless Ryan, you want to touch on it for a little bit, but what do you want to do? What do you want to do, Ryan? Touch on the touch receiver on? debate that we were just talking about. Or we could just t- jump into um, who – like, is Devontae the best college receiver of all time? Oh, that's what I was thinking about already. That's what I was going to talk about. So, right. um, I, I honestly, dude, I don't know. I think that there's so much recency bias to say Devontae mm-hmm. is the best. I mean, he had a hell of a national championship game. He has a hell of – like, a, a ton of accolades. You know, I mean, he's done it all, right? He won the Heisman as a receiver, which is – Harder than in today's day and age when it's pretty much become a quarterback award. Mm-hmm. So it, I mean, it is very, very, very impressive. But like, we also got to like, we're thinking Devontae because we just saw him. But I mean, there's great receivers that came out of SC back in the Pete Carroll days, you know? Yeah. Um, Mike Williams, Dwayne Jarrett. I mean, they were great college guys. So, I mean, I personally would have to look into it more because I, right now, yeah, recency bias. The guy has like Tyreek Hill speed. Um, he's got crazy ass hands. He's good route runner. But I mean, we just sat and watched him dominate college football all year. If you would have asked someone, you know, ten years ago, if Mike Williams was the best or whoever at that time, Michael Crabtree, Calvin Johnson. 
I mean, okay, Michael Crabtree's not the greatest college wide ever. Two time, he had one like catch that like literally put him on the map. No, 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 no. Hold up. Like, hold up. Let me let me see. Uh, I'm reading this right now. Bleacher Report: Two time Belinda Coff Award winner, two time consensus All American, uh, three thousand one hundred twenty seven yards and forty one touchdowns uh, in his career. As a redshirt freshman, set re- set a single season record for reception yards and touchdowns. I mean, come on, man, slept on. I know they didn't win a chip, but well, he know, was probably slept on because product. The good bird's a great player for you. Yeah, air raid offense, you know. Yeah, I Calvin mean, Johnson too was good. Anyways, that that's my take. Calvin Johnson, Megatron, you can't really give him the nod, bro. He went to Georgia Tech. They didn't really throw the ball. Like he was insane. Yeah. Like. That triple offense is not going to help him win best college. There's another sport. name on here. Another name but, on here. Oh, Desmond Howard won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. But that, that's what I'm saying. In, in recent time, you know, Desmond Howard won it in what, 97 or something? Like 2000. That was the last time. That was the yeah. last time. I'm not ready to give it because of recency bias. I need to use here. I'm, I'm here with you. I'm, I'm here with you. I think what you have to think about is like when was the last time a receiver was even nominated for a Heisman? That's where you can really judge on who's the best receiver to ever play college football. I think there you know, was because that I mean, cause it's easy. It's because e- it, it has become a quarterback slash running back award. You know, mm-hmm. so like most of the time when a receiver is even put in, I feel like whenever a receiver has a really good year, there's always a quarterback that's gonna take like take the award. You know, take the Heisman. So I have a. I have a question for you guys. I have a question for you guys. What's up? Do you think that it was harder for Desmond Howard to win the Heisman as a receiver in 91? Because when you think of the landscape of football, it was a way more run-heavy style of play. So he had, I mean, he had less opportunities. You know, there, the game was so different where now it's, it's very much an air raid, you know, quarterback, whatever. Do you think that that plays a role into this conversation of if per se these two were the top two on your list, you know, does that play a role? I think it does. But I mean, 91 was, I was negative seven years old. So I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to act like I know everything. But All right. So Scott, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, Sorry, go ahead, CJ. Uh, that, I'm done. But uh, yeah. just to answer your question, I don't know if you were about to answer this question too, Ryan, but the last receiver to be nominated in, or yeah. be a Heisman finalist was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, but Amari Cooper from Alabama. That's what I'm saying. And then Marquise Lee. What was that, like 2015? It was 2014. And then 14. 2012 was Marquise Lee and then Fitzgerald in 2003. So, and then oh, Randy Moss in 97. So every like couple years – yeah, oh yeah, Randy. Okay. Randy's also up there too. All right, real real quick, real quick. Uh just give us a quick oh, prediction. Wait, hold up, hold up. I take it back. Oh. DD Westbrook was in 2016. Oh, okay. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. All right, real quick, real quick, uh give me a give me a uh winner here. If 2019 LSU were to play 2020 Bama, who wins? And is it by a lot or a little? Ooh. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'm going uh, 2019 LSU. That team was just unstoppable. Both sides of the ball. You know, you had you had first-round talent on the defense. Patrick Queen. Uh, who else is that? K- K- Chason from the Jaguars was on there. Grant Delpit from the Browns. Um, and Joe Burrow, bro. He just 
no matter what defense you threw out there like that year or last year, he's he's uh, taking the top off. So I'm going LSU on that one by a lot too, actually. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go LSU as well. I think Joe Burrow is just on another level, and I think that defense was just a little bit better than the Bama defense this year. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that they get that one or two. I think it's a close. It's a close game, but they get more stops, and uh, I think LSU wins. I think they get to Mac Jones. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll go with 2019 LSU Tigers for sure. That, I, th- I think it really just comes down to LSU's offense was nasty. Like Dude, Jamar, Chase, so Jamar <laughs> Chase and Justin Jefferson lined up together they Clyde got Edward, yeah, Clyde. they had Joe Burrow like that offense was nasty that O line was massive too yeah My God. against a younger 2020 Alabama like DB room too like dude they would have they would have I mean they they were susceptible at times and you saw it during the season like Jamar Chase and um Justin Jefferson would have just dude yeah and the, what's crazy is that Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase is actually like better than Justin Jefferson so imagine how how he how good he's gonna look in the in the league. Hopefully, all right. Hopefully so, the wait, so now that you say that, if you're the Miami Dolphins, are you taking Devontae Smith or are you taking Jamar Chase? Wait, hold up. We gotta I'm hear Jack's prediction here. Yeah, let's hear Jack first. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, I mean, I'm gonna have to be boring and agree with all of you. I mean, <laughs> Alabama's defense was, in my opinion, was not good at all. LSU would have just destroyed it. Um, but then it, but. You know, I, I don't think it's a I don't think it's like a bloodbath or anything like that. I think if anything, it's like a fourteen point win. Um, but I think it's you know super high scoring because I don't I, I honestly do not think Alabama would have stopped LSU once. They would have scored a touchdown every single time. And um, I mean, I'm serious. Like, there's no way if if Florida can put up fifty something points on them. I mean, that LSU offense was way better. And so I think they're putting up like 80, <laughs> but that's, that's it. That's it. What's up? You can ask your question. Oh, no, no. So if you're the Miami dolphins with the number three overall pick in the 2021 draft, are you taking Jamar chase? Or are you taking Devonte Smith? So they already have like a contested cash guy in Devonte. I think you want to put some more speed. And also you have like chemistry with Tua and Alabama. If you guys remember, Devonte was actually the one who caught the game winning mm-hmm. touchdown against Georgia. Um, Georgia? Yeah. So I'm going Devontae, speed guy. I think I don't think Devontae's I don't think you can trust Devontae, especially in his rookie season, considering his frame as a receiver one. But Jamar Chase is like he's got the frame frame of a receiver one already. So if you're I think he should be the number one receiver ticket. Mm-hmm. But I've been wrong about prospects in the past. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm taking Devontae Smith. Just because, I mean, I guess you can say it's recency bias, but like if after putting a fin like this, what's up? For the fins? Oh, yeah, for the Dolphins. Dolphins. Like number three pick, I'm taking Devontae Smith. Just because, and I, like I said, you can, you, I can, you can base it off of recency bias, but like I feel like if anything, this season has just fucking, his draft stock has just skyrocketed. You know, mm-hmm. he went from going maybe mid to late round to freaking top, top five pick. You know what I mean? Oof. So I'm taking Devontae. Uh, dude, okay. I think ta- like talent wise, if if there's no like offensive playbook, if we're just like who's who do you pick first? I'm going Devonte, but I worry about Devonte 
in the Dolphins system with Tua. I mean, I know he had two. I guess he did. I guess he did play with Tua in college. I take it back. He's framed though, you know. He played with the he played with Devontae in college. I think you have to bank off of that. Mm-hmm. They already have chemistry. If you have to pick a receiver, if you know, pick number three, I think you pick that. Um, yeah. and I think that Brian Flores and I don't know who the offensive coordinator is down there, but the two of them need to get together and they need to make <laughs> sure that they are able um to get the ball in his hands and let his playmakers create in a sense yeah. like they do with Tyreek Hill and stuff. I know Tua doesn't have as strong of an arm as Mahomes, but like get him going on screenplays, get him going, you know, on end arounds, get him, you you need to make sure you get him the ball and not turn him into a Henry Ruggs type of player where you're just using him as a deep threat because he's fast. He, he yeah. won't, that won't be successful. Yeah. And before you but, go, Jack, I do want to just yeah. point this out. Devontae Smith and Tua came in to Alabama together. So it's not like they were just together for a year. Like they were together in practice for three years before Tua went to the league. So they have the chemistry for sure. I think with all that in mind, you kind of got to go with Devontae. But I do I, I do say that reluctantly because, I mean, I do kind of worry about his frame. I do worry about his build a little bit. Um, I know that he's fast and I know that he's shifty. But, you know, the league is a whole nother level. Um, so, uh, I mean, we'll see how his game translates, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to take like some time before we truly see like him in full form, obviously, but I, I still think Devonte is a good pick for him. I just hope that for Devonte's sake, that whatever team he does go to, that they use him correctly. The right way. The right not way. Like, like, not like, like your boy at the I Bears, would... right? <laughs> I, I don't boy too. I Nagy had that. Chief hey, hey, I might be. I might. I might be gone. I might be gone. He had that offense. He could use. He probably would actually know how to use Devontae because he'd just be like, "All right, you're my next Tyreek Hill." But you know, I I just I don't want some offensive coordinator to be like, "Wow, we found our deep threat," and just send him on deep pass. You know, just send him on a go every single time. Like he's so much of a he's so much of a better receiver than that that that's like my one fear for him. I, I just, I hope that they actually use him as a legitimate receiver because he has that talent. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about something new, non-sports. Exciting, exciting stuff. Um, new music, guys, new music coming out. Uh, I'm excited. January um, certified lover boy, supposedly supposed to drop this month. That's Drake's new album. I got to be honest. The last two albums that he dropped um, did not hit. Not as classic. Dumpster you know? Juice. Well, More Life was not Dumpster really. Juice. More Life was actually ass. Like that was that was a terrible album. Yeah, that one was opinion. bad, bro. But um, I liked Scorpion a little bit. I could vibe to it, you know. But uh, you know, what are you guys hoping to hear from from this album? Like, you know, what is your opinion on Drake in, in his career at this point? I mean, me myself, I'm more of a hip hop guy than I am an R and B soul type of guy. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping to see some more of the hip hop uh, side of Drake. <laughs> the hype, like, what kind of hip hop are you talking about? Well, just you know? like, like I don't know, dude. I a, a lot of people give me shit for this. I know the Controller album was a great views. Views. Views, sorry, the Views album was a great album, but like I wasn't in love with it as much as I was with some of his other music. 
So he want you want nothing. Nothing was the same. And if you're reading this, it's too late, Drake. Yeah, like if if his whole album is like how to love, like how to love was a great song, like throwback, Drake. That was like, that was. I'm just, I'm just Wayne. More, I'm just, I'm, no, or find your love. Find your love. Find your love. Bro. Save <laughs> Screw it, bro. Save you. Save you. <laughs> um. Anyways. I just want to see more of the hip hop side of Drake before I start spewing off wrong, wrong songs and artists and shit. Anyway, <laughs> you said, I mean, yeah, I know what you meant. I know what you meant. But yeah. I want, yeah, like I say, I like pissed off Drake. You know, you seem pretty pissed off in view, or you know, was it nothing? Or nothing if you're reading this, it's too no, late. no, no, no. Yeah. If you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, mixtape. Reading this, it was just spitting. Yeah, it was a mixtape, but he was like, he was pissed off. I want to, yeah. I want to hear that too. Um, I mean, this guy has a kid now, so I mean. I don't know if you guys saw like the uh, the uh, the promo video for it. It was like all his old albums, and they kind of like added some video animations to it. It was kind of sick. I just pulled it up. So, you know, I mean, I'm hoping it's like old classic Drake. Yeah, Do you guys have any comments? I'm with you, CJ, on that for sure. Like, I really liked Views. I remember when it first came out. I think that was like my senior year of high school. It was freshman year. It was freshman year of college. Yeah, first year of college. And I remember listening to it in my car. I'm like, all right, I can bump to this. But, like, I remember listening to uh, If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. And I was like, all right, this is fire. So, like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad. I definitely wouldn't be mad if we got, like, a little mix of both, you know? Yeah. Dude, we were in high school then. We were bumping that before games. You know, we were just, yes, we were. That was a good time. Like, high school, uh, there's, like, a certain, like, link you can put music with, like, nostalgic you know nostalgic memories i guess but i mean jack wanted to comment on drake because i want to ask you guys another I question want, i want quality over quantity his albums have been straight quantity there's so many songs and there's some that are just like why would you put this on an album like Ratchet and, and happy it, birthday yes that is the definitely the one drill, of the british drill music there's just a lot of songs that you're like this this doesn't have to be there, and it and it and it really hurts the album as a whole because you know you might have a couple good songs, but that's about it. And then the rest of the album is dumpster juice. But <laughs> it also comes down to the fact that you know I I do want to see less of the super poppy Drake as well. Like it, it it's nice to listen to. You know you get you get it a lot. You know it's super nice. You know it's fun. Yeah, the one dance like man. You got a hotline blink fan. No, I forgot. No, I, I like I like Jack Hotline Bling. I, I like no, Hotline Bling. Right? I, I I don't like Hotline Bling, but I love uh One Dance One Dance. No, I like okay. Drake. What are you talking about? I just <laughs> our last episode, Jack. I remember the like, last oh, music no, 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 no. Okay. Last Kanye. music episode. You you Kanye. put him up against Kanye. You put him against my favorite artist. Yeah, Kanye. I'm like, of course okay, gonna okay. like. Oh, I'm gonna like his music. I like his music way more than Drake's. Drake is good. I don't have anything against Drake. I love Take Care. I love Nothing Was the Same, and I love uh, If You're Reading This Is Too Late. And Views honestly might be one of my favorite albums because it has like the perfect mix of mixture of both. I love that album. It's 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 amazing. Um, but for this album, I want to see like ten tracks at ten. I don't. I'm telling you right now, he needs quality. He needs to just have quality tracks. He needs to have like a good mixture of just. That's not you know, Drake though. You know, Drake's like a pop I, I, Okay, so hold on. Let me, look at, let me look at Views. Views have like, like quite 20, long. 22, something like that. You know, like, I know, like, that's I know him, Drake is like okay. a, he's like he's like a, he's like a, an artist that anybody with any genre taste can like, you know, like, 
I was like, Ryan, you're more of a country guy, but you know Drake. We're not, like, not more of a country guy. You listen to all types of music, but yeah, you got I mean, you know some Drake songs. I listen to everything but EDM. I don't like EDM, bro. Right, you just gotta get the right EDM, Ryan. Come Wait, on. What was that? <laughs> I will Yo, put Jack, you on. listen to like classic rock and all these other genres. But yeah, then I listen you, to you know a lot of Drake rock. songs, you know? So he's yeah, got like course. he has to like put a lot of stuff out there. But twenty five songs is too much. Like like uh, Scorpion was too much. Two views songs is like perfect. He, so views was twenty songs. I think anywhere yeah, between like fifteen to twenty songs, that'll be perfect. Yeah. All right. I want I want to see fifteen at most. Fifteen at most. Go ahead, Scott. No, I was just gonna say because we haven't really gotten much Drake in a long time. So like, I'm it's ready weird. for like a big project from him. You know. So like, I will really won't be mad with like twenty songs. All right. So I have another question. We are in twenty twenty one. So I mean. You know, we've been waiting now four years. It's going to be four years in May or April. Haven't had a Kendrick, like a solely, you know, since damn, we haven't had his, like a Kendrick album. You know, you know, are you guys excited? Like, what do you, what do you want from Kendrick? There's been a lot of sure. things happening in the last four years. And we know how true, how much truth Kendrick spits on his albums. No, like, I, I want to start i fucking oh kendrick is my boy bro like i remember coming in just coming in here i was listening to some pimple butterfly man i've been bumping it in the car non-stop the last few days i love kendrick um and you know he spits and i think that with all the social injustice stuff going on i think a lot of these next projects we're going to be listening to from both Kendrick and J. Cole, I think it's going to come up a lot in their music. You know, mm-hmm. I think, and I don't know, I just, I think that I'm ready for some new music from the both of them. And I think they're both going to be fucking good ass albums. Yeah. I'm just bored, man. I'm listening to like the same, <laughs> same albums. You know, we need, we need Kendrick, J. Kendrick, Cole, and Drake to drop some good stuff. Like, I think this is the year where we get all three albums. And, oh, yeah. You know, so. Oh, yeah. I am so excited for this Kendrick album, bro. <laughs> yeah. Kendrick was, was my favorite artist back in the day before he went into the music industry and doing all that other stuff for his career. When he was putting out his albums and, I mean, bro, like Money Trees that we talked about on the other one, Back Backstreet Freestyle, like all that. That album was lit. I'm excited for this album. I hope he gets back to similar music to what he did before he, you know, went into the movie industry and like did that type of stuff. That's what I'm looking for. I just, all I'm asking from him is like two fire songs in the album. Like that's all I need for Kendrick and I'm, I'm okay with it. (laughs) In a while, I'll I'll blast that shit on repeat. Like it's fine. Like that's all I'm asking for. Bro, but the thing is, like, well, the thing is, we haven't heard anything about a potential album because you know, know he's not as public in the public eye. Like, you know, you see Drake at like Raptors games, or yeah, you, know, you see him in a music video. Like Kendrick is like a low key person out, like a low key person. I checked his Instagram like when I was walking my dog the other day. The guy has two posts on Instagram, and they were like from two years ago. Hey, he's just doing <laughs> this guy, yeah, yeah, he's just doing him. But like, like. Are you gonna drop something soon? Like, bro, I feel like that whole record label's quiet. Ben quiet. Top, top dog. Like, who else yeah, is quiet? Top, on I mean, is it just dropped two songs? But like, even she, it's been a couple years for her. You know, I feel like she everyone's been MIA. Yeah, quiet, yeah. So I who mean, hey, that's good though. That means something's brewing, and something big is brewing with all of them. You know, we might get some two boy. 
He better have some like he better have some like some sick features. I don't think he only had like who do you have on the feature last last album? You two and Rihanna. So I'd like damn, to see more. Damn right. Yeah, I'd like to see some more. Yeah, you two, Rihanna, and then Zakari. Oh yeah, those are all fire songs too. Yeah. Um, Jack, any comments? You looking forward to this? Uh, album? I just hope I just hope he comes with some crazy ass bars. That's about it. <laughs> I just want him to. I just want him to come in and just spit. That's it. I just want. I just want to. I just want a nice. I just want a sick beat, and then just hear him just go to town. Just go off. That's yeah. it. Just go off. I mean, pretty much. That's pretty much all that I want to hear from him. Same with Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Cole to. Cole. I like to hear like a 2014 Forest Hills Drive because, uh, the album in between Forest Hills Drive and KOD, I didn't really like that much. I I just really? Which really one got was that one. Was that for your, for your eyes, eyes only? only? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really like that one. You need to re-listen to that, CJ. Yeah, really? that's a good album. You is need it, to re-listen to it's that. It's not yeah. 2014 Forest Hills Drive, but it okay. is a good album. It's, like KOD, it has a lot of... like KOD better than that album? Or? KOD. KOD was okay. I mean, I, I like it at first. Some of the songs are just a little bit a little bit repetitive to me and kind of like... Kind of, kind of, of cheesy. Kind of yeah, like I, I honestly, I do not like that hook like at all. I think it's yeah. kind of cheesy. I didn't like I, it. I agree with you. Jeff. Same with motivate. Same with motivate. I, motivate. Um, I'm trying to think of that album. Like, what else was on there? The cut off, bro. That shit. I love that song. Oh, that 1985. Was a month. What's up? Oh, isn't that where he goes? When he goes after. Uh, doesn't he go the after? Uh, oh, no, that's who it is. No, no, yeah, no. That's, no. that's um 1985. What's the cutoff? It's a. Uh... Fuck. Um, <laughs> you know, heaven is a mindset. I've been a couple times. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My ways, but I keep on feeling down. That song. I was about to play it in my mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll get snatched <laughs> by the Spotify police. <laughs> but uh, all right. Any other albums you guys are looking forward to in 2021? SZA. You know, SZA. Okay, yeah, it's been what four years? Yeah, it's been since Control. It's been a long time, bro. A long, long time. And this last song that she just dropped, Better Days, Good Days, that's like number one on charts right now, I think. Is so. it? Okay. I need to look at that was a good uh, song that song too. Good days, yeah, yeah. I'm pulling up I'm pulling up twenty twenty one albums right now. You already know what I'm gonna say. Logic? <laughs> no. Didn't he retire? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Doja Cat. Oh hell no. Nah, I bro. see you, Jack. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> Oh yeah, she canceled. Yeah, she canceled. Um, Kanye Donda wasn't that supposed yes. to drop in like June? It was supposed to drop a long time ago, and then of course he postponed it. Oh, we get Migos Culture Three. I kind of got over Migos to be honest with you. It's been a while. Uh, Nipsey, TBA, mm-hmm. Scott. Yeah, that'd be a good one for sure. That'll be the first one since uh, what's what's it called? Postpartum. Postpartum. Oh wait, no, no, I thought it was a. Uh, no, like what? What's it? What's the album called after they've died? Like, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know, but sounds right. That would um, be, be a good one. We got a. Uh, I saw a good one. Travis Scott Utopia album. Mm. Ooh, that that could be pretty. Travis solid. always has bangers, bro. Always. Yeah. So, like I'm ready for that too. Shoot. I just want a solo album. Solo album? What you mean? This features are good. The Astro World, bro. 
That no, I mean, sorry, I don't want, I don't like Jack Boys. Like, I don't want another one of those. I don't oh, want like another project. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I want like a solo album. Just what's your favorite? Uh, tra- do you like? Do you guys like uh, Birds better? Or do you like? Astro? I like Rodeo. Rodeo. I think Rodeo one and then Astro World two. Actually, no, I play Astro World up over Rodeo, but I do love Rodeo. I like Rodeo more. And Rodeo is my favorite album by him. Not even birds. Mostly because Rodeo is a lot more raw, and it's kind of got that rock and roll vibe for me. And I, you know, I grew up listening to rock and roll, so uh, for me, I like that album better. Jack, when's Leonard Skinner coming out with a new album? Dude, you know they're coming out in like a couple weeks, man. Leonard Skinner, you guys don't know who Leonard Skinner you know, is? I know. Is he dropping music? Is dropping albums right now? No, no I'm just, I'm just kidding. joking. I'm, I'm just joking. sorry. Is he it's alive? not just a him. It's no. Is he it's, alive? That's a band. It's Jackson, bro. It's a band. Are they alive? Yeah, he's uh, actually, actually, no. Actually, half the band like, died. Half the band died in a plane crash back in like the. His bro, like the the original, like the nineties uh, lead singer. The original lead singer died, so his brother's now the lead singer. Uh, one of their main guitarists died. Their pianist died. In a, in a, um, in a, all their all their backup singers, like they had a bunch of female backup singers, they all died. Um, wasn't it like what, something like horrific? Yeah, in a plane crash. Yeah, that's what I thought it was a plane crash. Like country, were, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Dude, Country Morgan Wallen just came out with the album. It's pretty fire. How was that? I was I've heard. Okay, so I was listening on this podcast, and this guy was telling like I was telling his listeners how good that album was. Like, what kind of? First of all, what kind of like vi- country vibe is Morgan? Dude, it's Wallen? like some people might might put some of the songs as like you know some country songs people are like oh it's kind of like pop country yeah like that's my that's my type it's it's more it's it's a little bit of both but i'd say more of his music leans towards i call it common i guess country music like i don't feel like there's not too many country artists that like are singing like classic country music it's all like kind of poppy stuff now but it was fire i would recommend it he's good uh Anderson Pack dropping an album. That's gonna be sick. Has had some pretty good albums. You guys need to get on to him. I think you guys would like him. Especially you, Jack. What about, your, now. what about your boy Corday? Corday? Yeah, you were hyped on him for a while. It's been a year. It's been a this will be two years since his last album. So I'm hoping he he drops something. I'm a big fan of the Chicago Raptors, I just realized. Uh Kanye, Corday, and uh Apology. Oh gosh, chance. I'm still a chance believer. I was listening to um Acid Rap the other day. I love Chance, bro. <clears throat> His last album was not it though. No. Some songs though. I met Kanye West, I'm never going to fail. Album was ass, but the some songs were like you could save. Yeah, bro. I love me some chance. Yeah, hopefully we get the we're not gonna get on drugs chance. Was, back. Wasn't um, wasn't he wasn't he like in some huge like didn't he have some huge ordeal happen recently? I never looked manager? into it, but yeah, the manager incident. What yeah, what, how, what happened with that? It's just like he, I think he exposed, aired him out for like he didn't put enough effort on this album, <laughs> and uh, the manager aired out Chance saying he didn't put enough effort. Kind of just threw some songs together. It honestly seemed like he put effort into it because he was rapping about his marriage and his life. Yeah. But <laughs> that's kind of insulting. I don't know. I well, really... I mean, it, it wasn't a good album, to be completely honest. But, yeah, there was a few okay songs, but overall, the album was kind of ass. At least for like what we what we've seen over the past couple of albums from him, like Acid Rap, and then Coloring Book. Like those are the two best albums in my like. To, I mean, for me personally, that that's 
top the two of the top ten albums. Uh, Jack Kanye gonna come up with something? I mean, didn't he just get divorced? Dude, I have no yeah. idea what's going on with that. So who, are you gonna like who, who go knows? off that album? <laughs> Dude, hopefully he, you know, you know, that's where inspiration comes. You know, out of pain yeah. and, and anger. So you know, just... shout out. Hey, Brian knows he's a Swifty. Oh my lord! You're a Taylor Swifty, Taylor Swift fan. Oh yeah, dude. I I don't. There's no shame in that shit. We know where inspiration comes from. T Swift. T Swift has a few bangers. You can't hate on it. I just hope. I just hope he releases something, and he because he got he got that 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 gospel thing out of the way. He got the gospel album, so hopefully. He kind of like goes back, even though he's not going to be cussing, you know, no secular music. Hopefully, he just still he just goes back and he just makes bangers, dude. That's all that I someday, want. Someday, someday, back there. All right, Hopefully. I think we talked. I think we talked long enough. Uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. Got to talk sports and stuff off the field and off the court. So that's something that we're going to try and do in 2021. But um, yeah, so we will catch you on our next episode. We'll be shooting that on Sunday. So we will catch you then. See you later. Peace out.